0: all right we're live yo we did it we are live um i guess it's not really an elephant i guess it is an elephant in the room uh this (laughs) that voice that you just heard was not our sin's voice um because i mean i guess i can introduce you but this isn't the main show so i don't want to do a formal introduction Mm -hmm. but also long time listeners know jacob mccourt hello hi yeah he's back he's back on the show um if you have been listening to the past couple weeks of episodes the past couple weeks of cooldowns, you know our sin was um with child mm-hmm. as he would say, mm-hmm. and now the child has come it's time
1: he's a daddy
0: he is a full on daddy um and this guy all right this guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, like two weeks before, two two weeks before the kid came, he would be like, I'm like, hey, like, I got to figure out what to do while you're gone. Or like, hey, just know that, you know, on your week off, I'm going to do this or that. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm not taking a week off. This is not (laughs) happening. And lo and behold, here we are. I have. Barely heard from this man since the birth of his kid, which is understandable. Which is understandable. But I mean, I don't, I did not have to have a kid to know mm-hmm. that Hurricane Baby was on the way. All yeah. Right? And there's no avoiding that storm.
1: Listen, I um, I have friends who have children, and you basically lose them for six months. Like it's just the baby takes over your world. And the thing with, with Mr. Pax, Pax Arseneca um arson Locke by himself um he wasn't ready for this baby uh, he was just like i'm going to play video games it's going to be great i'm going to be on the player player podcast i'm like my dude you're going to be gone for a month even yeah. if you have your life together there will be no podcasting for you for a month
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i mean even if on, yep. the, on the on the slight chance that he could get away from that baby for an hour mm-hmm. let me tell you the mic is not escaping that baby for an hour. We would be here, and <laughs> that would be the third host yeah. on the podcast. It was just never going to work. I knew this. I tried to tell him. He didn't want to listen to me. Yeah, he should so. listen
1: to me because I'm an old, and I could have given him that like old wisdom where I'm just like, he's young. So like, I mean, he you is know. young.
0: He's a little bean-headed boy. That's the problem. He doesn't listen to nobody. He's
1: the dad between the three of us. So
0: that's true. And now he's like, the most, like seasoned. <laughs> adult at this point he's He's going to come
1: back on the show and he's going to give us advice about like fatherhood and we're just going to be like man how times have changed
0: okay speaking of fatherhood now that we now that you've triggered that in my brain okay you and we won't we don't have to go too in depth on this pedro pascal is a daddy yes no 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 you and our private dms oh no somewhat private dms uh no they're private (laughs) i don't know i said somewhat um (laughs) You expressed to us you beat God of War. Okay, yep. And you were saying you were underwhelmed. Maybe I was disappointed. Can you elaborate here? And uh, let me think. Let me think. We're in the cool down, mm-hmm. spoiler territory. I mean,
1: I'll keep it spoiler
0: light. Okay, okay, let's do I that I might
1: even try and keep it spoiler free But if I decide to go spoiler, I will say something Okay Um. So obviously I'm the last person between you, myself And that other folk person in the DM is Luke Lewis Also a yeah. friend of the show you talk about all the time I'm the last one to finish it And so I just finished it on the weekend mm-hmm. I was, it maybe took me 20... Something 24, 25 hours to beat mm-hmm. And I think that you y'all, y'all both had just built it up In my head so much About like Man the tent scene is amazing mm-hmm. And I just thought It wasn't gonna be As paint by numbers As it was for the last five hours Like it mm-hmm. was Incredibly paint by numbers It was like a sp- sp- Light spoiler You take down Big bad And then you take down Bigger bad mm-hmm. And look Spectacle Graphics The stuff you did crazy but incredibly paint by numbers and maybe that's what i was disappointed about
0: so to i the point
1: where i don't know if we made the right call on uh luke's game of the year
0: podcast wow 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 yeah. uh okay maybe maybe we'd uh have a reunion on luke's podcast and just yep. hash it out but i understand where you're coming from okay because it's a very this, very very good game it is and i stand by everything i said about it but your experience that you just described was a hundred percent my experience with The Last of Us. Okay. Where, like I did not play that until Last of Us came out in what, twenty thirteen. And yeah. I hadn't played it until I had graduated college. So that was twenty like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen that I yep. actually got a chance to play it. Um and in that, you know, five year span or whatever i heard so much like last of us greatest game of all time yep it's just so good like and let me tell you the ending incredible yeah like you won't believe the ending i couldn't believe the ending so i'm playing the game and in my head i'm like what could pos like what could happen and yep. I'm just keep i'm playing the game i'm playing the game and i'm like i can't wait for this ending like there's just no yep. way and credits roll and i'm like wait a second that was the ending That was the ending that I heard so much about like that. And it was that kind of thing where it was almost a distraction having heard the prior, um, commentary on it. Cause I couldn't really focus on what I was taking in because I was like, as I'm passing these set piece moments, obviously, uh, I enjoyed the bill moment. I enjoyed hanging upside down. Um, all that stuff I knew about prior, but it's like, whatever. But I'm like, this doesn't matter. All this stuff, that's fine. I'm going to get to the end and I'm going to see what everybody's talking about. Mm -hmm. So, like, to finally get to the end and, like, just let these moments, like, pass me by, (laughs) I finally got to it. I was like, ah, okay, well. But listen,
1: how many, like, gaming experiences in 2022, looking back on maybe, like, even the last 10 years of gaming, are moments that genuinely shocked you? Uh, I kind of kept myself on media Blackout for God of War Ragnarok because I was expecting um for a one of the main characters to die. That's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen, so I was like, "Oh, we're we're just doing the thing that every game does." Okay, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is a 9 out of 10. This is a great game, but I think it was just built up in my head so much that it just landed like I set my expectations too high and it it fell short. Mm-hmm. On The Last of Us, um I played it when it first came out in 20 20- 13 was it when it first came out mm-hmm. and I again kept myself spoiler free so having the end happen where it's really just the twist on what you think is going to happen mm-hmm. was a little bit shocking mm-hmm. but when I think back to like the last 10 years of gaming I can maybe think of like two games that genuinely shocked me like spec ops the line genuinely shocked me mm-hmm. beyond that I, th- I would say the last of us shocked me but I get that maybe if it doesn't for all Mm-hmm. And then past that, I can't think of many other games that shocked me.
0: Yeah. I mean, it depends on what we want to consider, like, shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, because even just last year, I would say that Elden Ring was the one where it's like, there are definitely moments in that game where it's just like, I cannot believe this is kind of happening yep. type deal. And it's more like game mechanics or bosses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Breath of the Wild is another one where, like, there are just moments in that game where it's like oh i did not even know this was a possibility in this game um god of war definitely both of them uh didn't really sh- i mean like just like the s- spectacle i think you already said that like the spectacle of it all yep. obviously like the stranger fight in god of war ragnarok or not Ragnarok, the first the one, first 2018, one. the Stranger fight, and you're just kind of like, what? Yeah, like that's not like I can't believe this is happening. It's just like, oh wow, this is really hyped. Obviously, I think God the first hour like,
1: of Got to rag- Go Ragnarok is maybe the best hour in that game.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very very strong. It's kind of the same feeling, but um, yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I I have this theory. I mean, it's not even really a theory. It's just like. If I could play every game without much fanfare or discussion prior, a Hi-Fi Rush situation, Mm -hmm. I feel like I would enjoy every game 10 times more. Yeah. With the caveat that the games I play have already been curated for Mm -hmm. me. Like, hey, you're playing this. You don't need to know anything about it. Just play it and enjoy it. Um, Hi-Fi Rush was probably one of the best gaming experiences for me in a long time just Mm -hmm. because it's like... All right, let's just start it when everybody else is starting. I haven't heard anything about it and haven't had my mind set to think it's the best game ever. I haven't had my mind set to think it's okay or like whatever. And I really, really enjoyed it. It just kept surprising and kept being a delight. Um, and I haven't had that since like PS2 GameCube days wow. when you just like... Picking stuff off the shelf, right? You don't mm-hmm. know. This game might be good. It might not. And it's like, oh shit, Ratchet and Clank, this game I bought because of the cover art, yep. is actually fantastic. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, so. I had that I ex-
1: same experience with Ratchet and Clank 1. I, I think it might have even been like a Christmas gift where I just got it and I'm like, oh, this, this game, and then it was wild.
0: Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, we probably will never have that, like, kind of experience again just because... At least, like, for us, how tapped in we, we are. We live in this. Yeah, like we know every game that's coming out. We know what everybody is seeing, what the buzz is. We know the whole gist of what the game will be like before it's coming out. So, yeah, that kind of that magic of like being like, I'll try this out. I it, I guess it's good, and it actually being ama- amazing. Uh, it's it's a lost lost art, lost feeling at this point, sadly. I think indies do that for me
1: now. Because your recommendation... And I've not been on your show to say this yet. You recommended Citizen Sleeper. And mm-hmm. that was like... I haven't made my game of the year list. I will pro- I might even make it tonight. Um, because I've been putting it off for a long time. That game... The more and more I, I have space from 2022... The more I'm like... Is Citizen Sleeper one of my top three games of last year? It might be. It's really, really good. And that's, I think, what the indie space does for me now. Because like the bar is low. The cost is less... With things like Game Pass, I can just try a bunch of shit. And, uh, like, A Short Hike is a game that I think of that, like, someone just basically digitally handed to me and said, let's play this game. And Mm -hmm. it's one of the, like, best experiences I've had in gaming the last five years. So, I I think it's just AAA that just, you know, the the big games that aren't shocking anymore.
0: Yeah, I agree. Indies are definitely filling in that gap, Mm -hmm. especially, like, they have more of the risk on yeah. it. It's like, Hey, we're going to do something so insane just because this game doesn't cost that much to make. And this is just what we want to do. Uh, inscription, uh, a big yep. example of that. I am hoping that now that I'm a little more tapped in on the indie releases in the indie space that mm-hmm. within like, hopefully like the back half of this year, or whatever I can just f- stumble upon an indie game myself that like that citizen sleeper before people, have to tell me oh this mm-hmm. is the g- game of the year you know what i'm saying that inscription before people tell me this is game of the year cuz i think knowing it's good and like i'm not it didn't take away from citizen sleeper cuz even with people suggesting it i would have never imagined the experience that i actually got out of the game mm-hmm. same for inscription but man i can't imagine just seeing like oh yeah i'll give this a try and then falling down the hole of holy shit this is a game of the year and nobody has told told me about this and i'm just finding this organically like that is kind of like the most epic epitome of like that classic blockbuster kid feeling you know
1: yeah um i i guess i want to ask a question that's like a small but you mean me no, yeah, of, go,
0: this is this is a cool down go ahead can i ask
1: about the youtube channel can we sure can we yeah. have the the can't pause youtube minute sure yeah How thing you don't talk
0: about it often on the show do you uh no no i don't i mean no not really okay you're being Um,
1: modest how's it going how's how's camp pause on youtube uh, at camp Pause?
0: it's going pretty well like the hype has definitely slowed down and we're more like the consistent pace yep um so i'm still like trying to figure out what's the best content to put on the channel Mm -hmm. um like i put out a video for like the best february games uh, two weeks ago or something or a week ago, that video Mm -hmm. did not do well at all. Like that's probably like my worst performing video as of right now, obviously Mm -hmm. it's only been out eight days or whatever, but, um, I'm like, okay, like that was cool. That was a cool experiment. I am not mad at it because I still learned about a lot of cool games in the process of making the video, which is why I like making them. And I learned something about like how I want to make content going forward. Mm -hmm. So it's been a learning process. It's fun. Um, I am trying to figure out the best way to continue pushing out games as like, or these videos as like a discovery tool Mm -hmm. um, and package the games in a way that people who like, for example, I really like puzzle games. I want to find the best puzzle games. Okay. Well, how do I curate those for those people Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, bundling 10 random games that, you know, whatever, uh, whoever might like. Or I might like, just randomly. That's what I'm trying to figure out. But I'm having a good time with it. And I have a video in the pipeline. Yep. That's kind of like a semi-review, semi-video essay type deal. And it doesn't really fit the vibe of the channel, obviously, because so far all the videos um, over the past couple months have just been list videos. Mm -hmm. But I'm like... I want to put this out, and I mean, it is the Can't Pause YouTube channel that yep. couples with the website. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll make it over the next two weeks, maybe, and I'm interested to see how that does. So, okay, okay. Um, do you want to give any hints about what it is, or no? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's about Hi Fi Rush. I can tell you that much. Okay, cool. It's about Hi Fi Rush, because um, I really like. I really enjoyed that game. Like. I don't really care for video reviews because I feel mm-hmm. like who cares about my opinion yep. about this video? Like, mm-hmm. there are some people who have a great way with words, aka skill up, in my opinion. Yep. I think, like, I think his, skill up's great, Jacob his great. Reviews, Yep. just amazing. Just because they're not reviews, like you said, yeah, you're really just breaking it, breaking down the essence of the game, yep. and. I have no desire to do that for most of the games I review, mm-hmm. but Hi Fire Rush is one of the few since I started the channel where I'm like, there's a really strong magic to this game that I kind of want to break down further and talk about um, why I love it so much, slash why I think people are drawn to it. And I think that's a fun conversation. That video might do worse than this February, <laughs> February release. <laughs> it doesn't really matter because I'm still just trying stuff out. But um, yeah, that's the channel good time over there last question yeah go ahead and then i have a question for you but go ahead okay
1: when does hi-fi rush click because i've been playing i've played maybe two and a half hours of hi-fi rush mm-hmm. and like i'm a big shinji mikami guy like you know i, I think he did yeah. shadows of the dam back in the day sure. um obviously he's he's already four um and this game reminded me a lot of like lollipop chainsaw for some reason if you've played that one except, i've seen a lot except of not think- horny
0: yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of um, gameplay, yeah, yeah.
1: And I just a lot of people are like, "Yeah, third level it starts to click." Mm-hmm. And I just like I like it, but mm-hmm. I'm just not where everyone else is about like, "Man, this game's amazing." You like it's cool, mm-hmm. it's funny. Mm-hmm. I just think the gameplay is like it's fine. Does it click or get better after 3 or 4 levels?
0: Uh, I think so to answer your question, in short, yeah. Um Yeah, with like an asterisk. The game itself absolutely evolves from start to finish Mm -hmm. in really incredible ways where it's not just, hey, this is the game. You're three levels in. You have all the tools you need. Now we're just going to play this game. It's like, hey, this level is this. Next level, we're evolving. And Mm -hmm. like we're going to take the music to the next level. We're going to take the mechanics to the next level. We're going to keep you on your toes about how you interact with the game i love that about it um asterisk is like it is very much what it is from the beginning like the style the combat the feeling the rhythm based mechanics those are all basically it basically shows its hand at the very beginning and it only Mm -hmm. builds upon those so like if you're like this is fine you'll probably end the game saying oh yeah this was fun like this was cool especially by the end you'll probably be like yeah i think for the people that typically are really magnetized to this type of game Mm -hmm. by the third level you're probably like i'm in like i did not know these things that i loved would be delivered at this level and i think that's kind of why it's clicking for me and a lot of other people
1: i'm enjoying it like i i it's a game that i do want to finish and look not every game that you play has to be like the greatest game of all time yeah um i just feel like in our circles everyone's just like Man, Hi-Fi Rush, like already game of the year contender. That's and I'm me, like, baby. Yo, it's January, like whatever when it came out. So I'm excited to keep playing it. Uh, I just wonder if maybe maybe it's the season, man. Maybe it's just winter's it's getting to me, and I'm like, maybe it's the season. Games aren't hitting.
0: Maybe it's the season. I mean, this will be a this will be a conversation. Obviously, we'll come back to later yeah. in the year, but
1: I got a stack of games know. to play, and know. I'm just excited to to dive into those. And a lot of them are
0: long. Yeah, me too. Me too. I uh, we'll get into this later, but before the the last question I have before we transition to the regular show, yeah. How are you doing? How was your week? We always talk about that every every like episode. How's your week going?
1: It's going pretty good. Um, my uh, Pax panels got announced this week, so that's good. Put those announcements out, which is super fun. Very nice. Um, the old partner is uh is away tonight, so I'm. Here's the thing that you guys, when I say, I have a bachelor night, you got, mm-hmm. I'd say like, I have a bachelor night, guys. And you're like, what does that mean? What are you yeah. talking about? Where there's maybe one or two listeners that are like, oh, that means he, he's by himself. His partner's not there. Um, But tonight I'm by myself. So I ate like trash and life is good. No, life is good, man. Ate All like trash. What does that mean? What eat like eating? trash? Yeah. What are we eating? I was a little raccoon boy and I just like scrounged in the fridge and like oh, and found something to eat.
0: Okay. okay. I thought you meant you ordered yourself like a whole pizza hut i don't know. do they have pizza hut in canada <laughs> like, <laughs> they have, they have uh, pizza hut yeah okay. i usually just, am a domino's
1: guy because I, oh, I can't eat interesting. the gluten but, oh right uh, right yeah so i can't eat like a like a crazy trash boy but uh but no life is good man <laughs> works good okay. got some travel coming up next week nice. um going going up to ottawa ontario uh Gotta for those of you who, who know it's cold up there in the winter so and I ordered shoes, and I sent you the shoe pick immediately. I'm like, "Yo, I have one sneakerhead friend, and I, I'm gonna send him that message." I'm ready to um, see him
0: in person, baby. I'm ready to see him a- in person.
1: AF1 LV8. So let's go.
0: Let's go. Your week good? Uh, my week's pretty good. Um, Steam Next Fest is actively happening, oh, so yeah. I'm trying to take some time out to play some demos. Um, I found a couple ones that I've really enjoyed, so I'm excited to like put those on my wish list and man shadows of doubt i think is the name of the game mm-hmm. that game is wild that game is okay. absolutely wild um it's like a super immersive detective sim mm-hmm. and it's just insane like the level of freedom they give you to really solve this solve a mystery like like you want it's going to be a interesting game so I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that one but steam next fest is fun um I discovered emulation on my Steam Deck uh, because of uh, Nintendo Direct got me hyped. So, uh, Wind Waker, Nintendo's not giving it to me, so I'm, uh, I'm finding other <laughs> means to play it. I'll say it that way. But, of course, you Steam have deck. a
1: copy and you're backing no, it up yeah, and then playing right on your right Steam Deck, there, right? Off
0: screen, off screen, right uh-huh. over there, off-screen, right over there. I also have a copy of uh, Metro Prime Trilogy right there off-screen. Uh-huh. So, I'm also trying to load that on my Steam Deck just as a backup. You know, Got it. Un- yeah, yeah. Understood. Uh, um,
1: last question, I promise, then we can get into yes. the show. Have you played Tape to Tape yet? The demo for that on the Steam Next Fest?
0: Tape to Tape?
1: Tape to Tape. No. Uh, I saw Mike Toundrow talking about it on Twitter. I think Mike Toundro or maybe the guys from Carpool Gaming, but either way, it's a roguelike hockey game uh, that looks like old school like NHL 05 dealio, but okay. it's a roguelike. And I'm like, this is entirely. I loved NHL Hits 2003 so much. So to get something close to that, I'm just jacked for it. That is the only demo I'm, I need to play right now.
0: I'll download it. Give it a try. Tape to tape. There you tape are. Tape to tape. Okay. All right, everybody. I mean, have a good weekend. This is the last episode of the of the week. Uh, Arsene, have fun with your Baby, if you're listening to Wee! this. I don't, I don't know if Wow, what a sound effect. What a sound effect. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye.